0: Welcome to the From Daily podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric from and some encouragement for your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane, and I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. Glad to have you. Hope you are doing well. Today, we will be talking about boredom. Boredom. Have you ever been bored? I think. We are all a lot more bored than we realize, but I'll get into that a little later. We're going to talk about boredom, how dominant and dangerous it actually is. And this week, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite mantras to help me get through hard times. I'm super excited about sharing these with you. And then Friday, I'm going to share with you the mantra that has made the most impact on my life and tell you why. So I hope you'll come with me for um, the week of this these, this week's episode of From Daily. All right, this week we are again reading from Rainier Funk's The Essential Frome, and uh, we're reading pages 80 to 81. All right, again, so we're going to be reading and talking about boredom here. So I'll start. Fromm says, the person who suffers from boredom can hardly bear it. He tries to compensate for it through consumption. He drives around his car, he drinks, and he does this and he does that so that he can somehow spend two, three hours during which he does not have to toil strenuously at the workplace. This whole uh, compensation through consumption reminds me of week 1 of from daily i did the whole week of from on consumption so if that's a topic that you're interested in you can check out the very first week of from daily he does indeed save time with his machines from says but after he has saved time then he does not know what to do with it then he is embarrassed And tries to kill this save time in a respectable way. To a large extent, our entertainment industry, our parties and leisure activities are nothing but an attempt to do away with the boredom of waiting in a respectable manner. I'm going to stop there reading and just give some of my own commentary here before I continue with Fromm's words um, I remember Frome saying something about how we as a society have come to a place where we just are um appeased by excitements. He calls them excitements. And he would, I think he would say, like this entertain the entertainment industry, parties, um, you know, certain maybe drinking, um, uh, going to the mall, shopping. Um, buying things, these types of things, um, movies, shows, Netflix, these types of things are all things that are excitements. Going to a concert, going to a soccer game, a professional soccer game, professional football game, they're things that make us feel a lot in a, in the moment. I think of them as things that that we have to come down from. Um, they they're exciting you know they're excitements as he said um, but he's saying that these are things that actually we are running to to do away with the boredom of waiting in some type of of a respectable manner so I thought I would throw in here what he had said previously in another writing I don't recall which one at the moment but call it he called these excitements that appease us and you know, tried to uh, help compensate for this boredom that we're feeling. Okay, From goes on to say, but boredom is hardly purged from the world in this manner. The bored person who cannot experience anything positive has yet another way to experience intensity. I'm going to read that one more time because I didn't read it too well. Uh, I didn't flow too well with the reading the bored person who cannot experience anything positive has yet another way to experience intensity destruction if i destroy life then i feel a sensation of superiority over life i take revenge on it because i have not succeeding succeeded in giving mem- meaning to life so i can take revenge on life by destroying it and i want to take revenge on life um By destroying it, because I haven't been successful in giving meaning to it. That's what Fromm is saying there. He goes on to say, by taking revenge and destroying, I prove to myself that life has not, in fact, cheated me. So people are doing this, my words now, not Fromm's, people are doing this to prove to themselves that they haven't been cheated out of life because they feel so cheated out of life. From says i cannot bear the fact that other people enjoy life and that they have it better because they are alive while i face life coldly and lifelessly so that's from describing the bored person not himself just to be clear he says there is a great deal of clinical material about the desire to destroy i am thinking for example about the many cases in the united states where young people simply go out and stab to death a person whom they do not know at all, and then say, that was the greatest moment of my life because I saw in this person's agonized, twisted face that I really can make a mark, that I'm not a complete nothing. I think that's pretty powerful. I think what he's saying here is that folks who turn to destructive behaviors just want to see that they make an impact, that they um, are felt, they can be heard, um, that they um, can be experienced. And maybe that's part of the reason why um, they're struggling as they are and they are turning to destruction because they haven't felt that they could make a mark, that they were connected, that they could make an impact. Um, They haven't felt that they were something or worth something. Um, Fromm also talks about destruction in the book, The Sane Society. And he talks about destruction as a means to fulfill the need for transcendence as human beings. Fromm says that we need to transcend the simplicity of being a... A human being who is a creature, who is, I don't know, a passive creature, he calls it. And we are so aware, um, you know, the difference between us and another animal who can create or destroy is that we're m- more aware of that um, than these other creatures are. Because we have reason and we have imagination uh, imagination. Um, we are not really happy with a passive role uh, as a creature. Um, and as in this situation where like we aren't in control of everything, like where he says with the roll of a dice cast out of a cup. So we are driven by the urge to transcend this role of the creature and the accidentalness and the passivity of our existence by becoming creative. A creator. However, he says, if we can't become a creator, if we are unable to create, um, then what man does to fulfill this need to transcend is to destroy. So, I think what's interesting here is the connection between boredom, trans, and transcendence, the need to transcend, boredom, and destruction, and um, just how dangerous boredom really is. The reality that he is pointing to, I think, is that the less authentic we are able to be with our lives, the less authentically we can act on a day-to-day basis, the more bored we're going to be and the more we are going to want to destroy from this place of dissatisfaction. I'm going to read this last part here and then um, I'm going to share my mantra with you for the day. Now it seems to me from says that destructive tendencies today are increasing so tremendously quickly because boredom is increasing because the meaningless of life is increasing because people are becoming more anxious and because they have no faith in the future and no hope at And not least because man feels deceived by all promises, all ideologies, political parties, and religions. In this situation of feeling deceived, many people see only a single gratification as a way out. Namely, to destroy life itself in order to justify themselves and their own failure. That's the end of his words, I might add to that sentence. Their own disappointment. Their own lack of connection—that um, it seems to be to them the only way that they can feel again—and so that's a uh, that's a very sad thing. All right, uh, this week, like I said, I'm sharing with you mantras that have helped me on my personal growth journey, and I hope that they will help you too. The one I'm sharing today is probably my favorite one. Uh, It's one that Mo said to me while we were dating early on, and I was like, okay, this is a really good sign that he said this phrase because it's one that I know is really important and is very wise. And that phrase is trust the process. Trust the process. This is one that I internalized as a result of my time in therapy, and one that now Mo continues to say to me often in moments that I'm feeling anxious. We can trust the process, we can trust it, we can trust that out of it, the necessary things will take place. It kind of reminds me of how easy it is for me to feel impatient and to expect things to happen overnight. But think about it a safe relationship doesn't develop overnight. A plant doesn't go from seed to fruit bearing overnight. A baby doesn't go from a baby to a toddler or a baby to an adolescent or an adult overnight. Each of the days in between are an important part of the process of arriving at the desired goal or at least growing toward it until a new goal develops. We wouldn't expect a plant to go from a seed to developed in two days. That's absurd. It needs time and it needs the experiences it has on a daily basis in order to develop into what it can be, into what it will be. And if we took those away, it wouldn't become what it could and would potentially be. And the experience that I shared about being fired on a previous Friday episode if I wouldn't have been willing to trust the process, I wouldn't have repeat, I wouldn't have reaped the benefits that were waiting for me on the other side. Life itself is a process. Relationships, goal accomplishment. It's a process. And even when it doesn't seem like it, this is my favorite little encouragement for you here. Even when it doesn't seem like it, or even when we question it. The process is at work for us, especially probably in the moments when it doesn't seem like it, or we question it, or we're scared, or we don't know, or we're confused, or we're questioning ourselves. You can trust that the process is at work for you in that moment. I feel like it's almost like a universal principle. It just is. And it's even more so if we believe it and accept it and even speak it about it. Um, So when I say it is, it just is, what I mean is the process is at work for us. Things are working out for us. I feel like, uh, like I said, it's almost like a universal principle. The universal principle is the process is at work. In these circumstances that you're currently in right now, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it seems like your whole world is upside down, it just, it's working for you. And the more we believe it and accept it, and even say it, the more calm, more peace we have. Spain for the first three months was hard. And I questioned some decisions considering certain circumstances. And in the moment, Mo and I said to ourselves, and each other, trust the process. And now looking back, I have no regrets. I see that I am exactly where I want to be. And so I want to invite you to trust the process and learn more about what it means so as to bring more peace and quality to your life. On Thursday, I'll tell you about the mantra that debunked FOMO for me. And on Friday, I'll share with you the mantra that has been the most powerful for me that I have leaned on in times when I was doubting myself and struggled and, and so many times since learning it in therapy. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two M's, F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the FromDaily sub stack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group, hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time Live. Weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, are open to free and paid subscribers alike. I hope to see you there. And I also hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are on your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process of growth, and that's what counts. Yo, yeah. I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.